Hello everyone and welcome to I Love This Terrible Game, a video game show where we talk about video games. Um, we got a big panel in here today. Uh, yeah. We have... A lot of us today. Let's go from my top left and we'll go clockwise? Yeah, clockwise. Uh, Bran, how are you today? Uh, tired and sweaty. <laughs> I wore a costume all day at work. Ooh. That sounds rough. Sweaty. Okay, gross. It was not fun, but <laughs> see now I kind of want to know what costume. Yeah, me too. Uh, actually, I was the Gisa from an assassination classroom because I okay. we're allowed to wear costumes all week, so I'm digging through my cosplay to for costumes. Okay, brief detour. Which one is that? Because I love assassination classroom, and the the only one I know is boy. It's like the main character. Yes. Okay. Radical. Okay. <laughs> and next, even though. Um, I didn't introduce them, uh, so they shouldn't have been talking. It's Natalie. <laughs> oh, hey, sorry. It, it's, hi. It's that ADHD brain where if I don't say it now, I'm 100% going to forget it. And then we're going to, you're going to be like, all right, and that's the show. I'm going to be like, wait, which character was it? Like an hour later. So, hi, yeah, I'm here and my attendance span is zero. It's fine. Next we have CJ. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, I'm just distracted by my cat and her extreme cuteness. <laughs> I think we're all uh, distracted by our our cat's cutenesses. I don't have a cat. Every you get oh. one. Everyone that's a, that's except for the person who I didn't introduce yet, so he shouldn't have been talking. <laughs> you haven't been introduced. Me. Why are you talking, Mike? <laughs> Chris. It's him. It's me. <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, yeah, so we are going to do a whole thing today, like the whole normal thing that we normally do. And we're going to talk about... So pure chaos. Yeah. It's going to be chaos. a little bit chaotic because um, there's a lot of people here. And that's good. I think uh, chaos is fun. So the first thing we're going to do today is we are going to talk about the games that we have been playing. And I'm going to go first because um, it's the same thing I've been playing since last time. Um, I beat it. I don't have a ton to say about it, but I do have a thing to say about it. (laughs) Um, So I've been playing Metroid Dread and I finished it um, much in a much longer amount of time than it normally takes me to play through a Metroid game. It took me 19 hours to get through this one. And I know that That is long for you. Yeah. I know that people have been speed running it and stuff and they're getting like three ish hours, um, which I can definitely see. Uh, but this one has the most super Metroid vibes. Um, I've ever like the last time when we were talking about it, I, I was talking about how, uh, Nintendo has like a way of making their games too easy. And I feel like I feel like when I said that I made it sound like it was a bad thing. I definitely don't think that. Like I appreciate that they're making games accessible to everyone, but I'm glad that they're not doing it with Metroid because uh I I just feel like it's a series that needs to be on the level that it's at because I don't think we're onboarding anybody (laughs) with the new metroid game at this point if you're not playing it you're probably not going to play it so like it's not a super mario brothers or a or a uh, legend of zelda it's not like 
it's not like anybody's getting on board with the newest iterations. So um, I, I just think that, that this is the thing. But this game had the most harsh difficulty spike I've ever felt in a game from the rest of the game to the last boss. <laughs> the bosses have been like difficult so far. Um, but I, you know, three to five times it would take me to get through them. I fought this final boss no less than 30 times. Like two of my 19 hours of this game were spent on this last boss. And it was like, it was frustrating, but at the same time, I never felt like I wanted to quit. (laughs) It was just like, Oh, okay. You know, cause it's three stages. And when you die, you start at the first stage. So, you know, it was like, first stage once i figured it out didn't get hit through the first stage and then i just would get wrecked on the second stage and then figure out the second stage by the time i had it figured out no hit until the third stage and then i would get wrecked until i figured that stage out and it was like yeah it it was weird and it didn't help that i was playing on a light because i have heard a lot of people say like if you're playing it on handheld you're you're not doing great. <laughs> like that's not the way to do it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of games like on the Switch handheld it that are not like silly things or like quote unquote easy things or like a lot of the indie games or anything like that. Like Animal Crossing handheld, sure. Yeah. Go for it. Like Stardew Valley, sure. Go for it. But like if you're playing something like that that needs like fine controls, yeah. that's you're now doing all the weird stuff with the screen in your hands. Yeah. And it's, that sounds tough. Yeah. It, I was also going to say, it reminds me of the final, the last boss of final fantasy 10. You could dump hours into uh, that shit, mm, actual yeah. hours on just one attempt. Yeah. It, it was just, well, I've done it a couple times since then. Cause your game, like after you beat it, it saves, it's one of those games right that saves the final boss. Yeah. Right before the final boss. So yeah. like yeah. I've been able to do it and it takes me like, it takes me like 90 seconds at most to finish this thing off now. Cause like, cause like well, yeah, you went through the gauntlet. Yeah. I mean, it took me two hours to figure out how to do it, but now I can do it in no time. And I think that's like the perfect type. It's, it's the type of game that I do think anybody could play but you need to work at it. Put time into it. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, you can't, it's, you know, I, I say the same thing about Dark Souls. I know that everybody's like, Dark Souls so hard, and it is, but it's also very fair. So, like, if you dedicate the time to it, you can do it. Like, anybody can do it. I've watched people with all sorts of disabilities um, on Twitch and stuff play through the Dark Souls games, and it's like, you can play these, but you need to yeah you need to put the work into it. And Dark Souls is definitely one of those games where you have to put time into yeah, it. Yeah, oh yeah. Like yeah. if you if you wanna if you wanna play it and enjoy it, you have to put time into yeah. it and you have to put up with the oh hey, I died on, on this boss thirty times yep. and, and then and, you get it. Yeah, but that's the thing, like people are talking about the accessibility of those types of games and it's like they are accessible. You just need to put the time into it that like that's all yeah. there is to it um yeah. and I, I also love how they're making games more accessible now that oh, just yeah. brings me so much joy i yeah. love it i i love, I love the it. fact that they're making 
but then there are also those games that, you know, just make them the way you make them. And if people like them, they'll figure out a way to get through them. Like anybody can get through a Dark Souls game. Like I said, I, I mean, I watched a lady play through Dark Souls on Twitch who has one arm. And it's like, so it's yeah, like, yeah, on that, that note, yeah, yeah. I have an accessibility story from 20 years ago that I would like to share real quick. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> so I, I worked at EB, and I remember this is like the year 2000. So we have a one-handed controller for the PlayStation. We're like, that's dumb. Who wants that? And then some lady came in, and I actually asked her, I'm like, what do you need the one-handed controller for? And she's like, oh, my husband only has one arm. And I was like, oh. That's, yeah, that's no, amazing. Like, well, there I you love go. That <laughs> I yeah. love it. And uh, yeah. Microsoft has been doing very good with that lately, with like the accessibility controllers and and stuff like that. And yeah, I, I love that that's... But also, if you design your game well, like I think Metroid Dread... I think all the Metroid games are like that, and the Dark Souls games are like that. It's like, they're hard, but if you put the time into it, you can do it. Like, so there's... there's n- the only thing that's stopping people from playing through those games is getting frustrated, like, <laughs> which I totally understand. But like, I know me personally, I can't play the Dark Souls games because it's uh, it's the frustration. Yeah. And then it's like, oh hey, I've done, worked on this one thing for two and a half hours. That's super satisfying. I need to put it down now and like decompress. Yeah. And just having that much like stress yeah for a thing and there's there's definitely times where but that's just how i am yeah and there's definitely times where i'll put down a metroid or or a dark souls and i'll say no i want to play you know uh that pony adventure game (laughs) on super (laughs) nintendo you know i i just want (laughs) to run around as a unicorn and and you know make friends with forest creatures and that's fine too. <laughs> like that, if that's yeah, your thing. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta yeah. have a balance. Yeah. Of like, oh hey, I'm gonna play this thing uh-uh. I really enjoy, but it's also super difficult. And yeah. then you have the decompression game where it's like, oh cool, I can unwind from the stress I just had. Yep. And run around and be goofy. Yep. So Metroid Dread, I mean, it's it's really wonderful. It's it's up there. It's top tier, uh, in the Metroid franchise. It, but it also has a lot of that Metroid bullshit. Like it, the shine spark stuff, which if you don't know what shine spark is, uh, in Metroid, you get a, a super speed ability. And, you know, when you're running fast and you duck, it stores that energy. And then you Whoa. have to use that energy to like break through speed barriers that are on in like weird places in the world. It's almost like puzzles. That's a really cool mechanic. It kind of forces you to use like different techniques. Yes. To continue through a level. It's a really cool mechanic. Yeah. But it never works right. (laughs) So is it difficult to master? It's very difficult to master (laughs) in super, in super Metroid. Um, you use it like to get through the world, but in this one, it's mostly just like power up stuff. It's mostly just to to figure out. So, you know, if if you're not worried about getting your missiles up to maximum, you know, you're not going to use it that much. But but it still has that stuff in there. It's it's yeah yeah. It's it, I think it's a great game. But again, if I, 
I couldn't recommend it to anyone who doesn't have an interest in Metroid. Like, it's not something that's going to be, <laughs> it's not the breath of the wild for Metroid. We're not onboarding people onto this series with this game. But if and you, it's funny that you, that you say that, because when you first said, this isn't going to bring anybody into <laughs> the games, uh, my first thought was Breath of the Wild, and how I have not played a single Zelda yeah. game. Yeah, and it, it's not Outside that. Outside of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's not that. But if you like Metroid, you're going to love this game. And if you're interested in it, I think it would be a good place to jump on. Like, there's no reason not to jump on. But it's 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 not. it doesn't have that Breath of the Wild, um, like, broad appeal. Yeah. All right. Well, my top left is gone. So, Natalie, what have you been playing? <laughs> I actually had to open my seat because I'm like... Have I only been playing one thing? Um, with the new job, I don't play too many games that are like really involved. So I've been playing a lot, a lot of Rogue Legacy two, a lot of Rogue Legacy two. I've dumped sixty three hours into it, <laughs> but it's one of those that I can pick up, I can run in, yeah. I can die a whole bunch, enjoy myself, and go. Okay, it's bedtime. Um, and I'm just. I'm really loving it. The new updates, I'm getting further and further. I'm getting better at it. I love the biomes. Um, I tried going to, I think after the last episode I was on and we had talked about it, I went back to Rogue Legacy 1. Uh-huh. I did too. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, this is hard. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. Especially, and I was talking to a friend of mine who got me into Rogue Legacy years ago, and he was asking about two. And he's like, yeah, Rogue Legacy 1 is really hard, especially in the beginning. Yeah. Because it's, uh, ugh. But so Rogue Legacy 2, um, Power Wash Simulator is another great one that I will continue to just sing its praises because it's just like, ah. And it's so satisfying. And there's new stuff to clean. Um, But outside of that, I think I was playing, I tried the new Baldur's Gate. Um, That's an early access Baldur's Gate 3. Hmm. And I need to go back since they've updated it because they've added new classes. I think they added the sorcerer in. Um, but that's a it's a fun way to get your D and D fix without playing actual like tabletop D and D. Yeah, the Baldur's Gate games were definitely the ones that I went to when I was like not able to get together with my friends to yeah. play D and D anymore. It was like, all right, this is as close as I'm gonna get with a video game. And it's it's. I like it a lot because you can do you can you can play it solo, but you can also play it multiplayer. And so you can get friends that hop in, take characters in, and so you can do all kinds of stuff. So you can play D and D with friends as a video game, and I think that's really cool. Cool. Uh, then I've just been playing a lot of D and D. It's D and D every week, and I love it. Awesome. But that's not a video game, so no, I won't not. get into it. Nope. No. Unfortunately. And also. D&D so much fun to play. I love it. I I couldn't get enough of D&D. I can't wait to play it again. I couldn't care less about anybody else's D&D games. Like I don't want to hear about oh, yeah. your character or your world or your adventures. Just let me play. I, I know you don't want to hear about mine and I don't want to hear about yours. So let's just enjoy the D&D that we're playing. I mean, <laughs> you know I, just, I, like, I do want to hear about your world. Like Critical Role uh, is very popular. I love hearing about people's D&D stuff. That oh, brings wow. me so much joy. Okay. Yeah, and the new Critical Role started last week. The new campaign started. So, 
get ready for that D&D hype again where everybody jumps on the D&D wagon. I would love I, that. I love listening to people's D&D stories. Really? Because that's too. the only D&D I get. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, I, my friends after, suck. After a call one day, Chris, I'll unload some D&D stuff for you I and was, tell you some of my D&D adventures. I was talking about playing Back for Blood on somebody's. Um, yes, I'm thinking, that was ours. I'm thinking we should play um, Back for Blood on Chris's uh, Twitch stream, and then we should get we should do D and D on Natalie's yes! uh, Twitch stream, yes! and then we could all talk to each other all the time oh i'm pretty mike, sure you that know, also means i have to dm and that's terrifying <laughs> mike we have an email for this we i could literally just make a twitch thing oh, for yeah. the show we could do that why don't we do that okay and let's we'll talk we about could just that stream the show on you will talk about it afterwards yeah we'll talk about it uh, afterwards we'll stream the, maybe it's... we'll start putting the the video up of the show that would be fun too it's crossed my mind to stream our calls, but one, I would have to ask you first, and uh-huh. two, it doesn't seem fair because this is a podcast that should be getting listens, and it's not my own stuff. So yeah, I was like, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm on a bunch of podcasts that have video parts, and it's like, it is annoying because, like, you sort of have to do math to figure out who's listening to you because it's like, who's watching on YouTube? Who's watching live? Who's listening to this show? Who's yeah, watching the video on demand? Lot, it adds in a lot of extra work for a lot more statistics. Yeah. Um, Where's your audience? Is it on Twitch? Is it on YouTube? Is it on your local podcast? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right. All right. This well, got way more complicated. Why I don't look at the numbers. That's uh, Chris's. <laughs> do the Chris, thing. your job this week is to get a Twitch set up for um, the podcast. I can do that. Okay, cool. Um, Brand, you're last now because you left during your spot. Uh, so CJ, I, I what made, have you? I been, made tea. <laughs> what have you been playing? Well, making tea is a good idea. Ah, so we've been really busy at work because uh, someone quits or we're down a person. So my gaming time has been more limited. Um, and it's kind of so I've honestly been playing mobile games more than anything lately. Cool. Uh, I've honestly I've been playing a lot of World Flipper. I do love a good mobile game. There's like a 3D model building mo- mobile game. And it's very zen, and I used to build 3D models as a kid, so having it on my phone and being able to be like, boop, it's, uh, I, I like the mobile game train. Uh, this is the pinball gotcha game, but it, I, I'm enjoying it, but uh, my god, like, trying to go through all the stuff and trying to, like, I'm going online, I'm like, god, look at all these different team builds and all this other intricate nonsense they put in this game. <clears throat> like, I, I don't know what half of this means. Uh, I'm getting this is another language. Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, there's a reason. There's a whole Discord for it. Yeah, that's that's a problem I have with mobile games. Like, I'll be like, oh, this looks interesting because I like a puzzle, um, mobile game or like a word, like a crossword word Mm -hmm. search mobile game. But like, as soon as I start playing a game and it's like, oh, this has fun puzzles, and then it goes to like an overworld map. And it's like, oh, then you can do this after... I'm like, no, I just want to play the puzzles. (laughs) Please tell me you have played the Room games. No. It's... Oh, you need to go... (laughs) 
as soon as the call ends, uh-huh. before you go to work, <laughs> you need to get the first game, and it's just called The Room. Okay. And it's just puzzles with a great story integration, and it's great. Uh, okay. Just yeah. guess. Perfect. Go get it. Well, is it? Since I'm at work and I'm just killing little bits of time here and there, I don't really have time to do the story, so I usually ha- have to skip that part. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, w- what's great about the room is that the story is told through your playing. So as you like the first stage starts you out as like, it's almost looks like a jewelry box. That's like this big and you're trying to open it and get inside. And so you get story elements as you're unlocking pieces of it and then it moves you forward and it just, so it's not like, Hey, I solved a puzzle here. Watch a video or read this big thing. And it, it tells the story as you play, so it doesn't feel like, oh, I solved a puzzle, and now I have to sit here and wait a minute. It's... Well, fortunately, in World Flipper, you can hit skip, and it'll just give you a synopsis. And you can always go back and watch them if you really want to. So what is World Flipper? I feel like I need to know. Uh, I'm getting, like, House gotcha. Flipper vibes? Pin- no, it's like, it's like a pinball gotcha game. Okay. Huh. With anime characters and, and furry characters and stuff. Do you... What? So you just you just like gotcha the the characters you don't like get new. Then you bi- well then you build a team of six and there's six different elements so you kind of want to have a good team for every element. Ah uh, okay I gotcha. I've been playing a Bleach mobile game a lot and it does something similar but it's not pinball. Brave Souls. It's combat. Huh? Bleach Brave. Uh, Immortal Souls. I think I've played that one before. Yeah. I, 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 I like. As I say, one other mobile game. And then who was it who said, um, got Hero Rescue? You know all those terrible mobile game ads that claim to have the puzzle games and then the games are not the puzzle games that you wanted? Uh, that's the bane of my existence. <laughs> yeah, Hero Rescue is actually just the puzzle game that, that that it looks like it is in the ads. It's like it's just cool. the puzzle things. Awesome. The negative side is that it bombards you with ads uh, to the point where when I get ads on mobile games, I just quit the mobile game and reload it. Because it's usually oh, faster. I just, I just play all of my mobile games on airplane mode, and then and that's the what ads I was don't say. pop off. Ah. Pop it in, pop it in there airplane mode. Yeah, yeah. Unless it has mode. to have, like, con- uh, server connection, yep. just pop that shit yeah. on airplane mode. Pop it on airplane mode, and you are good to go, baby. Hell yeah. I, I will say World Flipper does not have any ads. Cool. Nice. Uh, yeah, the so, mobile game that I've been playing is called Doofus Drop. And it's one of those, it's like a, <laughs> like an older school. Um, you, do you remember when mobile games were all like you fling your character and then you see how far you can get them? Angry Bird, yeah. It, this is like a side scroller of that where you're this like weird egg thing and you ride a bike off of a ramp um, I, and then you I just fall down a hill store. and see how far you can get down the hill. And it's wonderful. I, I just pulled it up in the app store and <laughs> I'm just looking at the image because I don't want to play it because sound. I, I, I love it, the look of it's, this. It, it looks so weird. And then there's like all these creatures do, that you get caught up in. It's like vines with eyeballs. Do, and do you remember there was a, it was a flash game and I can't remember what it's called, but you're essentially like you're a wrestler. I forget what they're called. Oh, uh, bison. Yes. Bison. I have that on my phone too. 
I love Soft burrito bison. bison because so that's exactly what it that's exactly what it is. You launch this bison and he bounces off of gummy bears. Awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. If you, another game, it's you have to go and play it. It's, okay. And there's a second one. It's great. It's silly. It's goofy. It's very much like Doofus Drop where it's just <laughs> okay. you launch and how far can you get? Yep. I do play the second one on my phone. Sometimes it works, too. I think I'm going to have to put it on my phone. Cool. All right. I think, I, I think I do appreciate some phone game talk because I also play a lot of phone games, but I don't want to spend a lot of time on phone games. So we're going to find out what Chris has been playing next. Um, Even though I already know. I have not. I actually have today was the first time I've played a Souls game in probably a month. Wow. Oh, okay. I play like an hour of Demon Souls today. Cool, but you've been playing um, uh, Dead Rising Four. No, I've also only played like <laughs> twenty minutes of that today. What the fuck? <laughs> um, I haven't really been playing anything lately because there are two games I really want to play, but they're brand new, and so I do not have enough money to buy them. Uh-huh. Um, they're okay. the new Demon Slayer game. Uh. Which is it's like a arena fighting game, mm-hmm. like the the old uh, Ninja Storm games, where you like like it's a, like a 3D arena and you can run around. Oh, okay. So it's not so like a um, like a Soul Caliber if if you were to say something that people knew. Yeah, like a, <laughs> like a Soul Caliber. Okay, my group of friends know what the Naruto Ninja Storm games are. It's, so I I just looked at I'm like, is it the Naruto game? And yeah. Yeah, okay, I've seen this. I think I have one of them. Maybe two. So the new Demon Slayer game is just that, but it's the Demon Slayer story and characters, and it has actual combos, and it looks really good, and I've been itching to play a new fighting game, and that scratches that itch. But again, brand new, so I haven't bought it. Yeah. And um, uh, New World, which is an MMO made by Amazon. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, um, it looks super good, and that's coming from me, and I don't even like MMOs, so <laughs> I want to play mean, that. Uh, I like a good MMO. I do like me an MMO. The, the last one I played on Amazon, TV. though? I yeah. would not have expected something like that from Amazon. I don't know why, because they have their hands in everything. But well, like, was that one of those Amazon like Google type things where they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna start making video games, and then they just don't. <laughs> they make one. Oh, you mean, like you mean like the Stadia that went nowhere, if I recall correctly? Yeah, Stadia's still around. Like they yeah, are Stadia still putting stuff out, but they're not putting out any exclusives anymore. And I hope that some of those exclusives come to other stuff because some of them looked pretty cool. But um, no, yeah, New World dropped on steam first i think wow okay and it, it's it's like fully fleshed out there's a ton of shit to do is that Wanna, a free to play or no it's uh it's like 60 bucks Ugh. can't i i Ooh. yeah i can't buy an mo <laughs> so it was done um demon slayer well, is also 60 bucks well new world does that require a monthly subscription or is it just one and done from what I can tell, it's just one and done. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, see, if I, it was I had, like, like, yeah, pay $7 a month so you can play this game. Yeah, I, I, like, the only MMO that I ever got into was that DC Universe Online. 
and that was those servers are still active. Yeah, that was free to play plus no monthly subscription. It's like you can pay for like there's stuff to pay for. Yeah, but I got I pretty I damn far in that game without ever paying a cent for anything. Nice. So, so that's the kind of thing I like. So if you get like really into it, or if you want to give the money because you're into it, you can. But yeah, that yeah. that monthly subscription just like rubs me the wrong way. New New World's the same, except you got to pay that. Like you have to buy it. It's not free to play. But yeah. other than that, it seems to be you can pay them money for stuff if you really want to. But you can also just oh yeah, there's there are for sure pay to play options in that game in any mmo now yeah. there are pay to play options or pay to win there we go yeah pay to win unfortunately my friend convinced me to do the free trial of final fantasy 14 so that's what i get to do after this <laughs> gross god godspeed my guy godspeed you can get pretty far in that game without paying anything too yeah he said that the free trial is like a uh, hundred plus hours of stuff Yes. Before you need to start paying for it, so it's not like I'm playing anything else. It's I had a hard time with Final Fantasy fourteen just game wise. I felt like it took forever to do anything. It was indirect and it was just I and I didn't have friends who played, so I was just like running on my own and it's just I couldn't get into it. And I like the Final Fantasy games, but I was just like Nah, but this was also that was also like at launch. So how it is now, like however many, yeah, a decade later, I couldn't tell you. It's apparently gotten better because he like my friend plays it all the time. And he's like, yeah, it's it's great. He has like three characters. Yeah, I've been a- wanting to hop into uh, Guild Wars 2 again. It's been a hot minute. I have a friend who's been trying to get me to play Final Fantasy 14 since it came out. And I'm like. I'm like, I don't like MMOs, and I don't like Final Fantasy. What makes you think that I want to play a Final Fantasy? <laughs> Not These are two things <laughs> that I dislike. Everybody likes Final Fantasy 15. I No. Not everybody. You would be the first. Uh, then I, again, I don't talk to many that many people. Yeah, I was going to say, then I'm the first. Cause <laughs> I started Final Fantasy 15 and could not get into it. I didn't play it. Yeah, it, I beat it I twice, sh- but I just really like Noctis. So wow. I need to go. I need to go back and give it like another chance, at least one time before I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I've played too many Final Fantasy games to know that like, and the worst part was that the intro scene where everybody's like older and like more powerful. I'm like, all right, this is this is cool. I think I might like this. And then yeah, all dude, of a, that's like the last hour and a half of the game. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm running around like collecting lizards in the desert, and I'm like, oh fuck, this is just Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, it, it drags in the beginning, it, but once you get once you get like a third in, see, which sucks. Yeah, I know it that's, sucks. That's I, I will not. I I won't. Like, I won't. I like the fact. Yeah, I had a the the same one who g- tried to get me to play Final Fantasy 14 was the same one who told me, oh yeah, 12 is really good after the first 40 hours, and I'm like, fuck you, I'm not playing 40 hours of a game before it gets good. <laughs> like stuff. To yeah, everybody knows the Final Fantasy games are an eternity. They're long. So for you to say, yeah, once you get a third of the way through, 
it's 30 hours. hours. Yeah, that's 40, to be fair. 40 hours in. A third when I was playing it was only like five hours. I beat that game in like a little over 20 hours. I beat the main storyline and I never had to grind. And I think I did three side missions. Yeah, but that's going just through the main story. Yeah. Like no side missions. Yeah. You do. If you play all of yeah, the. You, did, you didn't play Final Fantasy unless you played 90 hours of it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I beat seven, both both discs in 20 hours. We've, you are also a speedrunner. So, one, kudos to you, because I can't. But also, you have unnatural superpowers. So, I think you're ranked a little differently. When Listen, it comes- I, I can't speedrun the games I want to speedrun. It's just <laughs> other games. All right, that's enough Final Fantasy talk. God, I don't want to talk about it. Well, <laughs> I can't imagine. Well, actually, there are probably plenty of people who want to hear about it. But um, <laughs> I also that's not our topic today. I also want to hear about what the last person on our panel who should have been the first person on our panel to talk about. But they needed some tea. <laughs> yeah, I definitely needed some tea. Um, We're just going to deal with that. Spill so it soon. Now, um, I don't really have anything to add oh. I'm still playing monster train so, <laughs> you oh. know, it's fine that i went last <laughs> what a way oh, to man. wrap up that segment uh, <laughs> good job everybody yeah us. uh hold on see uh bleh, uh monster train rules um you're right monster train's yep. great and i'm no longer uh, sorry that i got you addicted to it um <laughs> because the chronic for the chronically absent <laughs> what is monster train yes monster train version. is a deck building um okay roguelike roguelike where you gotcha. you know you build a deck and after each victory you get to pick new cards to add to your deck um and okay. you're fighting increasingly hard waves of enemies mm-hmm. um okay through you're on a train and you have to get to you're the demons and you're fighting yes. the angels and then I at different yeah at different stops you can um you know bump up the power of your you know main your main demon or you know get new powers and stuff it's it, it's gotcha, gotcha, it's a gotcha. very if you've played a deck like or a deck building mm-hmm. roguelike you know what monster trade is <laughs> Yeah, looking at it, I was like, oh, this feels like a Magic game, or Hearthstone, or any other card-based game where you build it. Closer to Hearthstone, Hearthstone. but still not... Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not Magic. It's distinctly different. Yeah, Yeah, no, it plays more like a card game, board game, like uh, the Penny Arcade card game, board game. Mm -hmm. More like that. Or like Dork. Where you have a limited deck. You know? Yeah. Like Dork Tower or even yeah. like Zombie, if you ever played that um, board game. But it's good. It's oh. on sale, too. Monster Train. Yeah, it's yeah, on sale on Steam, half like, off right now. Do it! Yeah, it's like $12.50. <laughs> do it! <laughs> yeah, sure. Let me add one more game to my library that I'll never touch. Oh, no. 
that's the thing. Once you touch it, it'll be the game that you're playing. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I meant to. I also had a hell week this week. So uh, I, I don't know if you saw that I posted on Facebook that I waited 12 hours before I got seen at the ER. So, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Also, CJ, um, Monster Train is uh, on mobile. So you could, <laughs> you could sit there. I couldn't find it on mobile. I am wasters. Well, sometimes at work I have to wait for any various number of stupid reasons. So <laughs> it's, it's at least on iOS. I don't know if it's on. Okay. Because I I know that um I do listen to a uh, video game podcast with the McElroy brothers and Justin loves these um deck building games and he was talking about how he was playing it on iOS. So if you have an Apple, if you have an iPhone. You can play okay. it, or like an iPad. Oh my God, there's all sorts of good stuff on sale. Why, why did I not notice that Spike Cross Two is on sale? Yeah, I noticed that just before we started too. I was like, oh, Uh-oh. oh, okay. Yeah, and Boom and Echo's on sale. All right, yep. well, <laughs> that that was our what are we playing segment. When we come Ooh, that's back, that's a good horror game to talk about. Since, well, that's what we're gonna do. Well, no, we're not talking about horror games specifically. We're going to talk about our own personal video game spooky ghost stories <laughs> anything that happened to you that spooked you even if it wasn't in a horror game because mine wasn't in a horror game and i don't even know if it's it's scary but uh i'm gonna i'm gonna frame it like it's scary i'm gonna tell it like it's a ghost story around the campfire oh it's gonna be one of those will be so we'll be back with our spooky stories and maybe I'll use my ASMR voice and get right up against the microphone. We'll you see. gotta get closer than that. I can't get any closer than that. My nose my nose is on the pop filter. I can't get any bassier than you, but I can get really close. The only, <laughs> the only reason I can get my voice like this is because I'm getting over a cold. I could be pretend I'm Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> you gotta be really close. Right, we'll be back. <laughs> Mmm, I do love to have my mouth filled, though the options in Hamilton County have come up a bit short, if you get my meaning. Hello, Redding, Ohio! I'm Danielle Victoria, owner and operator of Tubes. Tubes! Tubes! Tubes. Ladies and gents, looking to shove a delicious treat down your throat? Well, you're in luck, bitches. We offer only the very finest phallic edibles. Tubes! Tubes? Tubes. Sausages? Tubes. Tubes? Hand-kneaded hot doggies? Tubes. 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 Appetizers consisting of regionally sourced gushing moon grapes, banana zucchini roll-ups, and a bunch of rice and other junk rolled up into grape leaves. Tubes. Oh, I love those tubes. That's right. We proudly offer up the girthiest, engorged burritos that a single tortilla can handle. And even our organic sirloin burgers are expertly massaged into such an inviting form that you'll have to stop yourself from trying to take it all in with the first bite. Tubes. Tubes. <laughs> 
tubes. But Danielle, our gourmet appetizers and entrees aren't the only thing that will keep our guests satisfied and perhaps even overstimulated. Oh, Albert, are you talking about our tubes, boys? Mm-hmm. You know I am. Our wait staff of oiled-up hard bodies are waiting to meet your every need wearing nothing. Nothing but the standard-issue tubes thong. So come on by and meet our tubes, boys. Whether it's just for a quickie or if you want to go all night long. Fuck frickers. Get filled in by tubes where it's a sausage party every day of the year. Tubes! This message has been approved by and paid for by Jack Billings. <laughs> yeah, tubes. And welcome back. It's time to get spooky. <laughs> yeah, so Mike's not going to be in charge of this one. I am. Hooray. And uh, so I guess CJ is going to go first. What spooky, spectacular, spooky story do you got for us? I'm excited. <laughs> I like spooky things. Uh, so I was playing Sly 3 back in the PS2 era. This was not the first time I had played the game. I played the Sly Cooper trilogy religiously back in the day. Um... So I already know how the game is supposed to go. Um, so I was in the, I guess, the pirate level, and I noticed that weird glitches started happening. Like, objects weren't loading, uh, characters weren't speaking correctly, things was things were jumping around. Uh, I was trying to do this uh, one specific task. I, I, I mean, I knew what to do. I'd play slide three quite a bit. Um, I'll say choose the best one. That's a different <laughs> topic. And... Um, I was like, what is going on here? None of this stuff is supposed to be happening. Like, uh, the enemies are kind of, they're, they're glitching. They're they are not supposed to be over there. Um, objects that were supposed to load, they weren't loading. Um, I was like, what on earth is going on here? Your PS2 is possessed! <laughs> yes. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, eventually, it wouldn't let me play it because I think it froze or it wouldn't advance dialogue. And it just, I was like, Okay, yeah, this is getting freaky. So I turned it off, and I took it out of the disc. I took the disc out of the PS2, and guess what I found? What did you find? Big old A strike. ghost. No, I found a cat whisker on the bottom of the disc. <laughs> the ghost of a cat! Oh! And it was messing up the laser reading of the disc. <laughs> I was I mean, like, are you yeah. serious? I don't even know how that got in there. It's... I kept it on a shelf. I'm like, how did the cat whisker get on the bottom of my disc? They're cats. They get everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. I, how did it stay on the disc when it spun? Because it was on the disc, not the lens. <laughs> this just sounds like, like bad luck. <laughs> yeah. It sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I, I do like the the idea of having a haunted game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just I'm here put for a cat it. whisper on it, and the lens will me- mis- mess up reading certain things, and it'll get all confused and start doing whatever. Next uh, time one of my BB sheds, I'll uh, I'll grab a whisker and try to make it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think throw it on a disc and throw it in your PS2 yeah. and see what happens. Because yeah, it does sound not? it does sound like a creepy pasta, like like uh, what is that? It sounds the, like ben the Drown. Ocarina of Time. Yeah, Ben Drowned. Uh, ben Drowned. Yeah, it sounds like that. <laughs> I love that creature. No, I swear this happened. <laughs> no, I, I believe oh, I that's believe what's it. so cool about it is that it's like it's like a real life creepy pasta. 
<laughs> and then you've never been the same since. Ooh. <laughs> it's never happened since to me on any console. No, that's that's a that's a cool. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be a good spooky story if it happened more than once. Yeah, that's that's way better than anything that ever happened. Um, I mean, I guess I do have that other legitimate, more legitimate thing, <laughs> where I was playing uh, Persona Five when it came out. On, I was playing on the PS4. Uh, I was about five and a half hours into the game. Uh, I guess I turned it off to do something, maybe maybe sleep, <laughs> inexplicably enough. Boo. Uh, and then I downloaded, I, I guess, the uh, some of the freebie add-on content, and I went back, I hit a load zone, and my um, PS4 just exited out of it. I was like, what? Okay, so I loaded the game again, same thing happened. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm a little concerned now. So then I started a game that I had downloaded on the console, and when it hit a load zone, it also... It also quit. Oh, that's uh, terrifying. My PS4 <laughs> then bricked, and all my data was deleted. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then you had to go buy uh, Persona 5 for the PS3. The yes. bane of the gamer. Oh. I have first luck with the Persona 5 series. I have um, two copies of Persona 5, two copies of Persona 5 Royal, and two copies of... Um, God, what is the one they just did? The, Dancing in yes. the Moonlight? No, Strikers. Strikers was my fault because I just I wanted to change my pre-order to another system. I was like, no, but I want that bonus thing, too. <laughs> so as a result, I... Uh, and then, of course, Persona 5 Royal was a, a result of GameStop being jerks and messing up my pre-order, and then the COVID stuff happening. So, yes, I have two copies of each of those three games <laughs> Good Lord. for no apparent reason. Oh, it could be worse. At least for Persona 5, you had a reason. You were switching consoles, but you also wanted the thing. So you just yeah. did both. Why not Zoidberg? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Why not Zoidberg? I, I, I like it. My, well, I sent my PS4 back to Sony, and they did repair it because I kept my receipt for it. But I was like, I've been waiting for Persona 5 since, uh, since Persona 4 happened. I'm yeah. going out right now and buying this on the PS3 so I can play it. <laughs> and then I, I kind of fast forward to pass the first few hours of the story so I could get back to where I was. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because that is also not a short game. No. Yeah. That's... I mean, I guess I, I was only five and a half hours into it. Nah, you were barely my, even. All my games, because I didn't have the so PS Plus like 30, thing. You were like 30 hours deep and yeah. then lost to the abyss. That was yeah, but, that was still and, in in tutorial territory. Yeah, I was, was yeah. I, I just got out of tutorial territory, basically. Yeah. But yeah, all my save data for all my other games also pricked. Oh, yeah, that sucks. If I could cry for you, I would. I know. <laughs> and some things, like, I don't be beaten Ratchet and Clank, so I'm like, yeah, I can live without it. But I was halfway through Dark Cloud 2, and that is a long game. Oh, that is a long game? Oh, and that is a play yeah. PS2, it's though. a tedious game. Love the game to death. Oh, yeah. But it, that, that shit golf is- game! Oh. That golf game in it. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I loved the golf game in the first Except one. Except when the it, golf ball went through the wall and you couldn't get it anymore. Look, here's a hot take about um, RPG minigames. Golf, far superior to uh, fishing minigames. I'm going to say fuck all fishing minigames in RPGs. I hate I it. 100% agree. He's <laughs> just not playing the right fishing games. They're all bad. They're yeah, all no, bad. The, the right fishing games are actual fishing games. There was one fishing game that was good, and that was Dreamcast Sega Bass Fishing, 
and it had its own controller, and it was the only time that fishing was ever fun I in mean, video games. My secret for these specific. video games is I wish they wouldn't have fishing mini games. Yep. Yeah. They're so I'd be fine without that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why that's become some weird standard in so many games. It's so weird yeah. that that. I don't want. I don't want it as a mini game. I don't want it in my MMORPGs. <clears throat> I don't want to upgrade my fishing skill to three hundred. Nope. No. I don't I, want it in no. my Stardew Valleys. I don't you want it in how, anything. What about the game? You know how you can tell it? fishing games have gotten really bad? Call of Duty has a fishing mini oh, game. Oh god. I don't want to I don't want to play it in my Legend of Zelda game. It was the worst part of Twilight Princess and I mean, uh, admittedly fishing is like the best way to get money in Animal Crossing, but it's also the most boring thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. This imitates I, life. Listen. Fishing is very spooky, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking You're right, Mike. about it's not. We're talking about terrifying experiences that we've had in video games. I like that voice. You should, yeah, I was you gonna should, say that was. You should that just was always talk like solid. that. Can you just always talk like that? Um, I'll try, but here it's your turn. Here is my terrifying video game story. When I was a child. And the NES was out. I didn't have very many games, but my grandmother did. So every time I would go to her house, I would play my favorite NES game, which was Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I got very good at Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, except I was not able to beat Mike Tyson. I wouldn't use codes. I just played through the entire game. I could play that game flawlessly up until Mike Tyson. <laughs> and then Mike Tyson would ruin my shit. <laughs> there was one time that I was about to beat Mike Tyson. Something happened to the game. He was down to a sliver of energy. And it didn't go down after I was hitting him. Then the game froze and it never worked again. <laughs> No. So since no. then, so since then, I have gotten Punch Out and I've beaten Mr. Dream, but I've never ever beaten Mike Tyson. It, that, it like it literally that hurts the it, soul. it literally stopped the game from working. Like the game never worked again. <laughs> the one that, that got away. Worse, dude. Yeah. <laughs> With with Mike Tyson, doesn't the last? Am I making this up? I'm probably making this up. Doesn't the last hit on him have to be something weird or special or something? I have no idea. Maybe that's why his energy wasn't going down. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I just wasn't doing the thing that I needed to do. Maybe that you wasn't a glitch. Or... But it did. It, like it did stop working, and and then I never like I have it on my emulator. I've never, like, <laughs> I'm, like, afraid to play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I've played through... The trauma response. I've played through um, Punch-Out, like, on my NES Classic, mm-hmm. and I beat Mr. Dream, and I hacked my NES Classic as well, so I do have Mike Tyson's Punch-Out on there, but I, I've never had the guts to go <laughs> through it again and even try. You're, you're just afraid be... of breaking it again. I am. I'm afraid when, of breaking we... my NES Classic and my Raspberry Pi that I have everything on. 
when we get into 2022, I don't normally do New Year's resolutions because why well, set yourself up to fail? Playing, playing, not feeding, playing Mike, Mike Tyson's punch out should be your new, new Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to feed it. Just play it. Show it who's Talk that fear, Mike. <laughs> Tear Mike Tyson down, even if it's just your first punchy punch. Like, oh, you did punch, it. Punch, 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 punch. Right, to be I'll... fair, I have trust issues with my PS4 ever since the breaking incident, so I guess it's like that, except every single form of Mike Tyson's punch-out. Yeah, and it's not even punch-out. It's Mike Tyson's punch-out. It's that's, That PS4 story is why I make sure everything is backed up in my cloud always. Because... Yeah, I didn't want to pay for that and then i tried to sign up for a free trial but it 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 couldn't even upload the data without crashing and fully bricking it went from working to brick in under like two minutes it was ridiculous i was on live chat with them (laughs) that is just awful the techie in me wants to ask the questions of like you could have just swapped out the hard drive. Was it the hard drive? But I'm not going to get that deep. I have no idea. <laughs> and some people are like, oh, it's because you have the first generation PS4. I'm like, no, I don't. I had the second generation. I have the first generation PS4, and I have had zero bricking. So they can go suck Damn. a butt. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, speaking of Mike Tyson, though, I was in a house once for work, and the guy had, like, th- this big picture frame of all the Mike Tyson punch-out things, and it was also signed by Mike Tyson. That's, That's pretty cool. badass. That's pretty dope. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I tend to remember strange, like, I was also in a house the other day that had a full skee-ball machine in it. That's Ooh. awesome. I want a full skee-ball machine in my house. I see pinball machines on occasion. There is also a house I've been to that has a full Nicktoons racing in it. A full Nicktoons <laughs> racing. Nice. That's weird. I was like, where do you people find this stuff? How do you afford it? How do you get it into your house? The internet. I, I was the at internet. a house. I was at Bridge. a house one time who had a Popeye, um, arcade like table. You know the okay. the tables that they have, but it was the Popeye game, and he mm. was selling it. And of course, at that time, I was working at a very poorly paying job, uh, so I couldn't afford oh, it, and it was way cheaper. Like if I would have been able to, to I think he wanted like a hundred bucks for it. I probably could yeah. have sold that thing for 800 bucks now because Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that shit is expensive and I think about it all the time. <laughs> that well, was like my whole classic video game collection. So like uh, to get sidelined again, so back during the Great Recession, uh I had moved to Virginia for a job and then they laid me off. Virginia's like you have 2 months of unemployment. That's it. Um <laughs> so I quickly went through my unemployment uh, I did also apply to something like 250 jobs. It's not like I wasn't trying. Um, so I had a really amazing classic video game collection, but it came down to I need to sell this or live in my car. So I sold it. Uh, and recently, so I sold it probably for a little over five, six hundred $600, somewhere in there. And I'm talking like an NES, a Sega Genesis, a Dreamcast, um, Sega CD. I had I had lots of really impressive stuff. Oh yeah, collection. and you look at that stuff now. And I priced up some of the stuff now, and that collection probably would be worth 5k. Yep, easily. Yep. yep. And I was like, well, still needed to not be homeless. It's not going to really help me if I'm homeless. So, right. You know, but it's still so frustrating. It's very <laughs> difficult to play your consoles in the trunk of your car. Car, yes. Unless you're on yes. Pit My Ride. 
That's true. So, yeah, I feel that. I definitely feel that. Was that your scary story? Was the time you had to sell your entire... <laughs> I mean, that is a scary story. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty scary. It's very spooky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've had, I had like, every good game for the Sega CD, which is, like, maybe three, but still... <laughs> it's three more than you have now. Yeah. That's true. Oh, I had a Sega Saturn, too. Yeah, I, that was a really nice collection. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, really, my scary story would go back to the time that I played Persona 1 and spent hours getting through the last dungeon, only to be uh, 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 distracted by my friend calling me and then accidentally killing my whole party outside of the boss dungeon door, which you've already heard the story. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Else. Yeah. That would be my also have one story. where... I you also never have one where you would... <laughs> I think it was you who had one where you were playing a game and you would leave it on because you had to leave. But that you, was that, that was that long. story. Yep. That yeah. was that. Yep. Uh, yeah, this was that was my too long didn't read. I didn't want to get back into it to make myself <laughs> angry. <laughs> I do remember you getting very angry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were. So. I think it was so. I think it was CJ who called you, wasn't it? No, it, I, like, I didn't know CJ at the time. Oh, that would good. be pretty funny, though. That would have been I great. I thought of another horror story. Uh, may I? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So this goes back to when I was I was a kid in, like, elementary school or something. Um, Pokemon, obviously. Awesome. Um, I believe that this was either Pokemon Gold or Silver, um, I don't know what was with my RNG in that game, but my shiny rate in that game was pretty high. Like, I, I must have, like, even before the fourth gem, I had already um, caught, like, two shinies. It's like, how does that happen? Uh, I had that really awesome shiny stubble. But one day after school, I'm, I go home to play it, and I start up, and I'm like, why does it say that my character name is A? That is definitely not what my character name is. Uh, and I started it up, I'm like, oh my god, my whole save file is gone. Uh, my older sister deleted my game. Oh my Ooh. god! I would punch your sister in the face. My mom punished her by making her buy me the other one. Oh, well, that's good. pretty good punishment. <laughs> and and uh, that makes me so glad my brother and I just had separate Pokemon games. Like, he had, I think, Pokemon Blue and I had Pokemon Red, and we just, I have mine, you have yours. Yeah. Oh, see, my I brother know deleted mom, my game. Well, back during Blue, my mom had also erased my game because she didn't know what she was doing, and she wanted to see what it was all about, and she's like, eh, whatever. Um, also, I mean, the lovely glitchy mess that the, that OG Pokemon is. Um, yeah, wh- sure. whatever, you know, I beat it again. Not a big deal. But my sister knew better because she had played um, Gen 1 quite a lot with me at the time, and then, I, I don't know, she just, she did that to be mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I never yeah, had that. kid goes home to play Pokemon, it's deleted. Like, And I had a blue stubble on that game. I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, I'm real that's, unfortunate. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Makes me glad my sister is 17 years older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me glad that I didn't start playing Pokemon until I was 30? I don't have any siblings, so <laughs> I only got interrupted by my mother a lot. While playing video games. Or people <laughs> calling you. Yeah, no, I was actually you. talking to my friend. I could have been like, I'm busy, but I didn't want to be like, you know, a dick. My mother would just like ram into my room and be like, 
hey, here's some random stuff you don't actually care about, but I felt like talking to you right now while I'm in the middle of something. I can't tell you, like, I was playing Soul Calibur at one point, and she kept doing that, and I kept dying all the time. And I'm like, that's just, she's like, I don't understand why you're so upset. And I'm like, ah! Mom, leave me alone! Cock, you're killing cocky! Yes. That's my impression um, of everybody when they're a teenager. Mom! Man. I like 19. Well, I guess that's Everyone, everyone turns into Cartman. Man. Man. <laughs> Kaki. Kaki just fell off that. I don't know. I always played Taki in Soul Calibur, so. Uh, I thought you were saying Cocky, and I'm like, I have no idea what this reference Kaki. is coming from. So I'm just not going to say anything about it. And then he just said it again and said Taki, and I was like, that makes far more sense. <laughs> I would hope so. Cocky. 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 Is it my turn for it, the spookies? It is your turn so, for the spooky. You got so, spooky? Yeah, yeah, I got I got spookies, but they're like I'm actual ready. spookies that are like, oh, I was actually genuinely scared. Um, All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so I got in the Oculus Rift, I think, the first when it first came out, and it's great. Loved it. Played a climb game. Cool stuff. Um, but there's a game called Adrift, and you are in a space station. The space station explodes. You need to get back to Earth. So you literally can, like, float around and, like, flip upside down. It's very disorienting because up is down and down is up, and you're standing on the ground, but your feet are above your head. It's very jarring. Um, but so you're constantly running out of oxygen. Oh. So you have to, you go and you do a thing and you're constantly monitoring your oxygen. And if you use like your jetpack, you use your oxygen to boost yourself through space. And then you keep floating because space. And so because the station is blown apart, you have to float from one chunk through open space to another chunk. And so I got curious and I was like, huh. Can I go outside the chunks? Yes, yes. In fact, you can. You very much can. And you can float over the entire space station and not get back to where you need to go or not get oxygen. Mm. And I managed to get far enough out where I was actually, like, physically anxious because I could not get back and I was floating in the ether, just lost in the void. These these two instances are how I learned I have a deep-seated fear of voids. So, like, space, super dope. I think space is really cool. There's lots of cool things out there. I could not go to space. There's a whole lot of, like, just nothing. Nothingness? Yeah. Oh, 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 so much nothing. So <laughs> nothing much wrong nothing. with a little nothing? I am, I am terrified of, like, like, I'm just thinking about sitting on my couch and like but also floating in space in vr like that talent i was sitting in my chair floating in space yeah that's and i was it it was oh it's a great game but i made a very poor choice yeah that's scarier than like in a video game that sucks because uh when i'm playing a video game i want to beat a video game but i would love to go to space and if i was just floating in space in 0.1 seconds i would just tear my helmet off and just kill myself yeah. because yeah, i i wouldn't want it <laughs> oh you would and be in, in that same vein i played a lot of subnautica 
And so it oh, went God. through those experimental phases where VR was coming out and it was being a big thing. They added an experimental mode where you can go into VR while playing Subnautica. Mm-hmm. Cool. Great. No. It was a cool, super cool thing. Made it, it made it creepier. It was good. Not great. And then I went into, I had my friend over and I was like, hey, check this out. And just went into like creative mode so I could do whatever I wanted. And I found the edge of the map and just went down. Oh, no, 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 no. And I might as well have been going down the Marianas Trench. And I got down like 500 feet and I was like, hey, check this out. Got out of my submarine and swam into the nothing Uh, and then like physically started panicking. Yeah. Because I turned around and I almost and I couldn't find the submarine. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. The submarine kept going down. No, the submarine stayed. I was the one who went down. So the submarine stayed. I'm the one who went amiss and then turned around to find the submarine and it was gone. And I was in the middle of nothing. Uh, I didn't know I had such a like fear of nothing until i had those two experiences and they were completely rational yeah but i've, well, I've experienced i hope not i've read way too much uh hp lovecraft <sighs> to fuck around in the ocean kudos to those people who go and explore the ocean yeah for science and yeah, you do can all have the cool it, but also, but yeah. also, hey, scientists, stay the Stop fuck it. out of the ocean. Like Cthulhu right. lives there, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sounds like uh, you guys would do real bad in sensory deprivation chambers because <clears throat> you are needing, literally just floating in nothing. I'm needing to go do a float because I've heard it's very good for you, especially if you have like physical ailments. Yeah, I so I keep. Nap. Yeah, <laughs> I um, would like to try that. It, yeah. It's just yeah, like uh, I got because my because my my rational brain works in stuff like that. Like in VR, it usually works too. Like I know that this isn't real, and that's how I sort of got over uh, Resident Evil Seven in VR when I was playing that. It's like once once you can tell your brain that it's not real, I'm I'm good yeah. after that. But yeah. Like I said, if I was in space and I knew that it was either, you know, take this helmet off now and just die or just or float, float around for yeah, however so you, long you have oxygen for. And then you run so, out of oxygen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm taking that helmet off and letting my head explode or yep. whatever it does. <laughs> so you those, just freeze that. So fine. those two <laughs> those games brought actual like realizations of like real life fears that I, I wasn't expecting to learn about myself but then there's two like actual horror game jumps and they're relative they're shorter to explain so i was it was the i was playing outlast i hadn't slept for 36 hours i was streaming it live i, I was um, watching this when you were streaming outlast were you yeah i was oh my god <laughs> I, oh my god is this it when was, you, you had your friend with you I or, was uh I had friends in chat and like over Discord or something okay. and they would listen while I was playing and they would hear me scream and be like what happened 
Um, but there's a certain part of Outlast where you go through the cafeteria, the cafeteria is on fire. And so you have to go a certain way, you go through the fire, you go through another part. Well, in Outlast, a lot of it is going through, looping back, and all of that. And so I'm playing, and I come back to the cafeteria, fire's out, the cafeteria is, like, swept clear, and I'm like, this doesn't bode well, it's really quiet, this whole area is completely different. I'm like, okay, I guess we're fine. And I go through the doors to get to the kitchen, and this bitch just goes... Ah! from behind a corner and jumps and attacks you i swear to god i screamed like a little bitch <laughs> yeah and died because i got scared so bad so i had to go through and do it again and the bitch got me a second time i knew it was coming because i think i was like looking at him and i because he's just like chilling against the wall like on the corner and so I, like, leaned, and I'm like, bitch, I see you, but I leaned too far, and it triggered him. <laughs> so I got scared again. Yeah. And my second one is a Bioshock incident. So you run into the spider splicers. So they're super fast, they're jumpy, they have the hooks, and they, like, disappear. And there's a certain area in Bioshock where, if you explore around enough, you find just, it's a flooded room, and it just has stone statues in it. And, like, only, like, two or three light sources. So it's mostly dark with, like, light coming down from one point in the ceiling, lighting stuff up. And so you walk through, you get to the other side of the room, you get whatever, you come back through, and, like, stone statues go are missing. And it's... And it, it, first playing a third, you don't expect it, and you're like, that's fucking weird. And it's dark, you're walking in water, and that's all you hear. And then this bitch kamikazes from the ceiling. Scared the shit out of me. What's that bitch? And, and then you're still in a pitch black room. So she flies down from the ceiling, beats your ass, and jumps away into the darkness. And then just does that. Uh... I was not prepared. <laughs> not ready. Did you ever play um, the first Condemned? Did anyone ever play the first Condemned? Yo, there, I have. There but not is, much of it. There is a room in the first Condemned um, where you're walking through, and there's mannequins all over the place. Fucking mannequins, man! And you get to a door, and it's locked, and you turn around, and the mannequins are all like. Don't they all face you? Yes, they're all like blocking you off from going back. Yes. And it yes. was it was like the I don't know why. It was pretty early in the game, so like I knew that this was a horror game, but I wasn't sure be, because nothing else like that had happened before in the game. Yeah. But when I turned around and all the mannequins cuz I knew the mannequins were there. Um but then they're yeah, all you want- but they also don't attack you, which somehow makes it worse. <laughs> Yeah, because they're, they're just, just there. there. It like and shit just moves terrible. for no reason, and it hypes the tension up <clears throat> because you walk through the mannequins, you get to the door, and yeah. you're like, okay, I'm chill. Yeah. Then you turn around, and the mannequins are far less chill. Yeah. And then you're, and you're like, that's unsettling, and, and you're you... ready for something awful to happen, and then nothing happens. Yep. <laughs> it's and yeah. so you're like, what? what? I was prepared, and you go somewhere else yeah. innocuous, and it's like. There's that jump scare you were waiting for. Yeah, it was it was it was much it was the scariest part of Condemned. But yeah, the so there were also two like twenty minutes games, in. Yeah. Two games that revealed a real life fear, two games that just were good video game scares. 
and one that so, yeah. made me realize that I was afraid of mannequins. <laughs> you should be. Those things are creepy. I can't walk through a Target the Spe- same ever again. Especially mm-hmm. those ones that are in Macy's that have no face. Oh, yeah. No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Okay, now that we're all very scared. Very spooked, yes. We're going to take a spooky break. Full of Good, that gives me time to come down from my thought of the void. Full of that causes me to realize my anxiety. Full of scary capitalism. Actually, that's not true. It's not going to be capitalism. It'll be for some other either fun podcast or some bullshit I made up. <laughs> but we'll be, we'll be back with our scarily bad game. So spooky. Mr. Skates a lot of Redding, Ohio, bringing the suburbs of Cincinnati everything necessary to grind the streets of Hamilton County for over 10 years. Don't buy from an online warehouse. Come hang out with us in person and we will hook you up with what you need to get that pop. Sir Skates a lot stocks your favorite brands of decks, wheels, bearings, trucks, and completes. Be sure to check back often to keep that wardrobe fresh with the newest streetwear and shoe selection. Only the latest and greatest. Sir Skates a lot, Redding, Ohio. Kick flip life in the teeth. Welcome, Do up Welcome back. <laughs> We're here to talk about a terrible game. And this game is actually terrible, and I actually love it. And it is the Nightmare on Elm Street game for the NES. And you know that it's going to be bad when you see a rainbow on the cover with LJN on it. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a rainbow on the cover of a Nightmare on Elm Street game. Yeah, didn't haven't you ever the seen LGN the logo. Yeah, the LGN logo? No, I don't even know what LJN is. It's uh, 26, remember? It's a game, it's a it's a publisher that put out games um, Oh my god, that logo is hysterical. Any bad licensed game that you've ever seen on the nes is an ljn game (laughs) uh so it has like nightmare on elm street i think the friday the 13th games but like the spider-man uh return of the sinister six uh x-men wolverine all of that shit is all ljn they put out nothing but shit and this game is maximum carnage was amazing uh was that an lgn yeah, apparently. Okay. Um, eh, eh. It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but, so, this Nightmare on Elm Street game is what everything was back in the day. Like, every licensed thing was just a side-scroller. It was just a side-scrolling yeah. platformer. Um, this one... I'm pretty sure that LJN just made a bunch of games, and then when they got licenses they just slapped the licenses on to whatever was closest i'm pretty sure that that's how they did it because um this game has really nothing to do with the movies except for the fact that uh at the end of the well not even at the end of the levels it was sort of cool because it's dynamic when you fight freddy krueger um there's like a ticker that counts down um, until you fall asleep and then you turn into dream warriors. So like the enemies are harder, but you have like 
powers and stuff. And then you have Dream Warriors. Yeah, Dream Warriors. Isn't that what I said? Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) I was saying I I I like Dream Warriors. Yeah, Dream Warriors was cool. Um, Fucking dope ass game or movie. Movie. Yeah. (laughs) It's. uh, I mean, I'm. I'm of the opinion that there's one good Nightmare on Elm Street movie, but I also love all of those movies. And it's one of those series that as it gets worse, it gets way more fun. Um, Except for five. Oh, it is definitely more fun. Except for five. Five sucks. But otherwise, the rest of them are great. Um, I don't know. Four is kind of a slog. Yeah. But at least it has a, at least it has a good body count. Like, I think like two or three people get killed in five and it's disappointing. <laughs> oh yeah. Dream, dream child, dream trial, child, dream, chi- dream rough. child. I liked just because of concept. It wasn't a good that's, movie, but it had a cool concept. And yeah, that, that's the, that's the fifth movie. Yeah. Okay. No. Well then I'm thinking of it, the one I'm thinking, Are you thinking of, of four, which one is four. Is that uh, Freddy? No, I'm thinking of six. Freddy's dead. The final nightmare. Yes, that's the one uh, where he sucks uh, a kid into a video game. That sh- that movie is legit. Yeah. Bad. Uh, it's bad. Yes. Yes. I it, fucking love the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Yeah. That movie is just. Yeah. Bad. That one has oh what's that guy's name Bre- Brecken Meyer who's horrible in everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're not talking about the movies. We're talking about <laughs> this game. Which is just, it's the most generic side-scroller platformer that you can think of um, that plays fine, but doesn't do anything spectacularly. And then you fight parts of Freddy Krueger attached to the edge of the screen by, um, by like, the... uh, If you remember in, like, Battletoads or Battletoads vs. Double Dragon... Where it has like those uh, like uh, Venus flytrap enemies that the vines are are like circles and they're just kind of like wavy vine circles. Um, so it's like Freddy's glove and then Freddy's head and then whatever else. <laughs> it's just like Freddy body parts attached by a a wiggling. Uh, <laughs> by wiggling. By yeah, by like a wiggling vine. It's it's pretty dumb. Um, I had to look up uh, Breckenmeyer. It sounds like that name <laughs> shouldn't be real. It is. <laughs> like, oh, have you heard of the Breckenmeyer effect? Yeah. That's what his name sounds like it should be. Uh, and I'm so weird with remembering people's names. Like, I'll forget, like, huge stars' names, but I could pull Breckenmeyer, like, out of my hat at any given moment. <laughs> Which is just downright impressive it's, because again I've seen his face everywhere. Oh yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. What his name was? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not he, He's in everything. Not even a movie he's in. And he always plays boring white guy. <laughs> I mean, well, he, hey, when you got a niche, you got a niche. <laughs> yeah. Like when when I pull up your IMDb and you're known for is Rat Race, Road Trip. Clueless is the exception, and Freddy's dead. Yeah. Like, when three of your top four are just, like... Garbage? Yeah. Like, yeah, sorry, your career is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. But he 
his career wasn't unfortunate though because he made a ton of money. <laughs> Being a yeah, boring white his guy. Career, his yeah. career blew up in what like the it looks like the two thousands. Yeah. When all that when all the dumb shit came out. Yeah. If he's if there's he, a niche and you fill it, do it. He's definitely in that like Seth Green. Yes. Um, uh, see now I'm gonna I, forget this no, guy's name. The I, guy like everyone who was in Scream is is sort of clumped together in that like your what now I was gonna, see I was now i can't say, remember this guy's name the obnoxious guy say, from screen i think he's i think he's matthew more, lillard yeah matthew lillard Fuck no you, matthew lillard is amazing he is not in the same ballpark as matthew lillard <laughs> i was gonna say he's in the same ballpark as like people from the american pie movies yes there you go that's okay that's that's like, okay that lillard. what matthew is the you he was shaggy he still yeah. is. He does shag. Still voice yeah. shaggy. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like D and D guy, like, and does like Matthew Lillard. I'm uh, I'm okay with Matthew Lillard as a person. Like he seems like he's really cool. I just I don't like him and, except in Thirteen Ghosts. It was the only thing that I ever saw him in that I was like, okay, cool. Because I think the first thing I ever saw him in was SLC Punk, and I fucking SLC hate Punk is is a hard watch. I period. hate yeah, that yeah, movie. Yeah. And, um, and so like, I always associate him with that movie and I'm like, that's, whatever, Matthew Lillard. That's, <laughs> that's like me and DiCaprio. So I totally get that. That's SLC punk is one of those movies where I'm like, I've seen it once and that's enough. Yeah, totally. Um, so anyway, the, the NES, there's really nothing to say. It is, it's a short, dull NES platformer. Generic. Um, yeah. it, it plays fine, but, um, yeah, it, it kind of sucks. Uh, but I, I always liked it because back in the day, um, like a 12 year old horror fan didn't have much to play as far as video games. Like it was, it was prime time for horror movies, but if you wanted to play a horror game, it was like Castlevania or... Or a terrible, you know, movie License adaptation. <laughs> so as far as horrible m- movie adaptations go, this is a decent one. Um, now, I'm going against the way that I normally do things. I cannot believe that my alarm has not gone off already. It's still just going, and I don't have my phone next to me, so it's driving me insane. So I am going to read this review, and then I'm going to let you guys go while I turn my freaking phone off. So Metacritic doesn't have um, reviews for older games like this, so I had to go to uh, GameFAQs. I'm scouring Dude, to try game, to find a review of this game at all. GameFAQs has a lot, but they are all... We were talking about this before. It might be in the episode, um, <laughs> because I might keep the whole beginning in. Um, but GameFAQs, they're all these very long, like, professionally written... Not professionally written, people who think they're it, professionals... The- but like in-depth reviews. Yeah, but like Shinox's uh, wrote this one in 2003. Why are so many people reviewing this game in 2003? Um, but I'm going against how I usually do it, and I picked a 10 rating this time instead of a bad review because um, these three uh, paragraphs here. Um, but oh my god, 
the best part of this game is the presentation. It's like perfect. The levels are sparsely populated by objects that can overall field F E E L D empty, especially on Elm street itself, but may retain a good amount of detail. Anyhow, more satisfyingly though, all of the colors and overall atmosphere You've never played a real game until you fight a huge Freddy Krueger hand attached to a string of balls, while the background does nothing but blink red and black really, really fast. But the oh, visuals, oh, yeah, that sounds like real gaming right there. But the visuals don't even shake a stick at what the audio has to offer. I don't know how to explain it, but the game has the most awesome music soundtrack I've ever heard. I'm not kidding. Hell. I'm listening to it in NSF format on Winamp right now. The bleeps and bloops combine into a perfect atmosphere score setting. Everyone that gave this game an 8 out of 10 or below should be shot. Jesus! <laughs> they never had a childhood. Me, on Tell the me other hand, really I was busy throwing basketballs blindly behind the shed, hoping I would hear the body of Freddy Krueger collapsing on the compost heap. I don't know what that means. The day would end with a purplish sunset on a rolling mountain foreground, and a new day would start where the adventure would begin yet again. I I found the review you're reading, and <laughs> as you read that, I'm like, but I, Every... I was busy throwing basketballs blindly behind a shed. Uh-huh. They never had a childhood. Uh-huh. Me, on the other hand, Me I was busy throwing basketballs blindly behind a shed hoping i would hear the body of freddy cougar collapsing on the compost heap yeah what everyone who gave this game an eight out of ten or below should be shot can we also (laughs) just acknowledge the fact that he calls him cougar oh yeah i i was misreading it i was misreading it as Kruger, but just spelled with two o's it's for, for for people listening, he spells it K O O G E R in quotes. In quotes. This is a very early 2000 review. Yeah, I feel like I love he, it. I feel like this person was playing and just nicknamed Freddy Krueger Cougar. Yeah. And was like, I'm gonna go fight Cougar. Like. <laughs> silly but it is it's like a you got for him i didn't know you were that tight with him but i mean all right you do you it's like a two it's like a two-page review all of these (laughs) reviews on game facts are are so so long hold on back in the day there was a i think i saw one that had a cons list hold on (laughs) okay i'm gonna go turn my phone off um (laughs) so you guys you guys go let me see I have one also from GameFAQs. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it is also probably like two pages. Um, This one even did a breakdown for graphics, gameplay, audio, replay value, and overall. Um, I'll read you a paragraph from the gameplay section. Are you looking at FBEs? Yes. Also very early 2000s kind of thing. I have a 2003 one. Yeah. All right. Throughout the game, your character will periodically fall asleep and enter the dream world. Where Freddy lives. It is amazing. It is exactly what will happen to you when playing this game. You're more likely to fall asleep than your character. The pro- only problem is Freddy isn't there to kill you and take you away from this rather hard game. So you eventually <laughs> wake up and play it again and wonder why. So Let's that- see. All right. So I'll hit the three points because they're short points. Um, the graphics are poor for 
uh, NES game, although I know what a game is not all about its graphics, it would have been nice to see decent sprites. But obviously, this game doesn't cut it. Not much to expect, mainly because of the NES main processing unit. Storyline, based upon the hit movie series, so you know this will be good. I'm afraid it isn't. There was barely any ties to the movie like it. It was like it was supposed to be. You go around Elm Street looking for a way to kill Freddy. Basic side-scrolling through town is about it. Don't expect to fight demons or anything mature. Instead, you have bats and zombies. Boss characters are Freddy variations. And the conclusion, if you really want this game, don't buy it. I had this game when I was a kid and sold it right away for Super Mario Bros. Well, at least they're honest, I guess. Yeah, it's... If anything, I'm not even bashing the game anymore. I'm bashing the reviews because it's an NES Nightmare on Elm Street game. Like, your paragraph on graphics was saying, it's poor for it an NES game. It was pretty pretentious. It, it's poor for an NES game, but, you know, it's mainly because of the processing unit. Like, that... Excuse you me? Sound, you sound like a douchebag. Yeah. Honestly. The sounds are as dull as a butter knife. All of the action sounds are really crummy, too. Definitely not the game's strong point, although I don't think this game has any strong points. All I really heard was rings and dings and different pitches. Not much to look forward to. That's kind of all the NES could do. What do well, you expect, man? I mean, Castlevania had some banging NES music. Oh, yeah. There, there are tons it's of NES games. impossible, but yes. I don't know. Uh, you know, I think at this time on GameFAQs, as I was talking earlier, because I used to spend time on GameFAQs during the day, uh, during, back in the day, there was a very serious community. And so, you know, there was... Oh, yeah. It's, you know, GameFAQs was the place you went if yes. you wanted to talk or learn or know anything about games or what people thought of games. That was where you went was GameFAQs. Not like today where every video game site has a fact for every game, basically. Oh, here's a there's a fun factor. The game is a below average side scroller. It shows no visual visual appeal, and the difficulty is extremely easy. Most of your time will be spent punching, yes, punching bats and other scary <laughs> creatures. Another bad point is the fact that you can only fight with your fists most of the time, and the boss battles are limited in depth. I understand the limitations of the NES, but this game could have been better if the developers would have put some effort into it. If you want fun, spend your money elsewhere. Oh, well, that's nice. At least they make sure to know you should go somewhere else. <laughs> There's a whole crappy games wiki for it. Ooh. White, list white sucks. Abysmal controls similar to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, random objects fall on you, such as rocks, and if you get hit, you, you lose a life. Uh, speaking of controls, they come off as either stiff or basically delayed transition. Uh, There's no visible health bar. If you get hit four times, you lose a life. Uh, the game has extremely confusing level designs. Uh, apparently there are doors, and they appear to be open or closed at random. Uh, making Apparently the levels are extremely confusingly laid out. Oh yeah, and the review I ha- I read from gave it a rating of three. <laughs> uh, your default weapon, your fist, seemed to be inconsistent with hitting enemies due to the game's misaligned hitboxes. I uh, like the- how the default weapon is fist. Like... I mean, you it just, is. <laughs> but, like, you just punch stuff. Yeah. When yeah. you're in, when you're in, uh, like, reality form. But from the sounds of it, you spend most of the game in reality. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this game just sounds like a match of Dead by Daylight where you're playing against Freddy Krueger, but it's just that the whole time. 
Yeah. 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 Flashlight. Wham. It's bad, but like I said, um, back in the day when it was it was one of your only options, that was that was when I was into it. So, um, yeah, I have to go to work. Um, all right. So. All right. Plugs fast. I'm probably gonna talk to Chris about D and D until Cripper Roll starts, though. Okay. Well, I I think let's do uh yeah plugs real quick and then I'll drop out and you guys could talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Sounds like a plan to me. Okay, so, um, yeah, for me, it's uh, Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex. We're doing weird stuff over there, and it's so much fun. And then uh, Generation Clash, where I talk with my kid about music. Super fun. Um, The Real Boys, we're just about getting to our number one. uh, So it's just about the number one round. Um, No Time to Binge will be back soon enough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what I'm working on. Um, so I'm going to leave again. I'm going to let you guys do your your plugs is is, and um, then I'll come back and I'll end the call. So get them done because you have about three minutes, and then whoever hasn't gotten their plugs in isn't getting them in because oh, I'm no. a tyrant. But I appreciate you guys, and I'm glad to have talked to all of you today. Yay! Okay, love you, bye. Um, Have a spooky evening. Spooky! Um, Twitch.tv slash Shathra. I haven't been streaming lately because I got a new job in September, and I am V-tired always, and I have to get up early. Um, outside of that, uh, donate to the Trevor Project. Help queer, help LGBTQIA plus youth. They need it. In desperate need. Go donate. Good cause. All right. Brandy? I'm Brand Chan on Twitter. And I still think you need to donate to the Humane Society and have a very spooky Halloween. All right, I'm done. CJ? Uh, Yeah, just donate to your local animal shelters. If you don't have a cat, get one. Uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. Uh, I know the strange servitude to these strange creatures might be off-putting, but, you know... If you don't want to have actual children, get yourself a kitten, because cats are just furry toddlers, and they're cheaper than real children. That's true. You don't have to send them, you don't have to send them to school or anything. It's great. Ah. You don't have to buy them clothes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Xeno underscore Nox. I also haven't been streaming, but not because I have a new job. It's because I'm the depressed. So that's Aww, why I haven't been streaming. The sads. Um, the sads. See now, see hearing that now you're you make me be like, well now I have now we have to have a D and D game. We have to put some joy into Chris's life here. Well, to, if I'm going to be streaming on Halloween, Ooh. that's my holiday. What are you um, streaming? I have a surprise. Oh, okay. Something spooky. So we'll see. Spooky. Um, and then I also want to shout out a horror, horror channel called Dead Meat. He, um, Yo, it does he is he the one who does the kill counts? Yeah, he's the kill count guy. I love Dead Meats. It's Dead Meat such is such a good channel. It's great. And he does like yeah. actual add-ups where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna estimate that like thirty of the people in the crowd died. So yeah, we'll chalk in another thirty deaths there. <laughs> yeah. He's great. Definitely I give him a watch on YouTube. Uh he's in the middle of recounting the Friday the thirteenth movies. Ooh, um, right up my alley. So that was his first series, and he was like, "It 
my styles changed so much. I'm going to do it again. Hell Every yeah. movie has gotten additional deaths on the count. Because he's like, Amazing. oh, I, I missed, you know, he just did Jason X two weeks ago. And he's Yo, like, Jason you know this- X is such a great movie. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. And it's not because it's a good horror movie. It's because it's a, like, hilarious. Oh, my God. It's such a grand time to watch. It's so ridiculous. So, you know, the scene where the ship crashes into the the thing. It's been a hot it's been a hot minute since I've seen it. um, So there's a scene where the ship that they're on crashes into a bigger ship. Uh huh. And he was like. Uh, in the original kill count, he's like, I'm not going to count all the people in that ship because that's a lot of people. That's like 20,000 people. In the yep. recount, he's like, I'm going I'm to add like 60 because <laughs> they mentioned like 60 different people. So. It's not like a fully staffed space station. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I, I, I second that recommendation. Go watch Dead Meat. Watch Dead Meat. Anyways, that has been I Love This Terrible Game. For this two weeks. See you again in two weeks with other randomness. Mike's not back Show's yet. Over, oh. bye. There he is. Bye.